God bless you guys. God bless the world, buddy. Let's go racing. Episode 17 of the Loud Pedal Podcast is a chat with one of the brightest minds in midget racing and in micro racing, Walkopedia, Brian Walker. Thanks so much. Um, you turn into Walkopedia during the winter. Uh, thanks for coming on the show. And then you get kind of get back to your normal gig, which is with the World of Outlaws Sprint Car Series. Congratulations on the new gig. Um, I'm sure you're super excited, though, to become Walkopedia to transform uh, like a Superman this winter. <laughs> yeah, I... Uh... I love doing the Wikipedia stuff. I mean, more than anything, really, that's, I mean, that's, Wikipedia is the reason I have a full-time job with the Outlaws. It's the reason I'm doing anything anywhere. Um, but yeah, it's doing, doing Chili Bowl mainly. I'm going to miss shootout this year for the first time in forever. I'll still be, I'm going to watch every day at home and I'll, I'll still tweet tons about it. But, uh, but Chili Bowl, yeah, I mean, that's, there's nothing I love more in this world. You know, I, I, I joke all the time. I, I survived the other 51 weeks of the year to make it to that one week in January. I am going to call this the Lucas Oil Tulsa shootout preview uh, because you do probably know more about, you know, the Tulsa shootout and micro racing more than any of us here, uh, you know, and also uh, around the world in the country. Um, how many Tulsa shootouts have you been to first off? And where does your micro background come from? Man, I don't even know how many shootouts I've been to. It's it's as far back as I can remember. I think the earliest one I remember is like 08. So, I mean, I've been going for more than a decade at least um, every year. Um, my background comes from – so I'm from Oklahoma. I'm, I was born two miles away from the Expo um, in January, too, during the Chili Bowl, too. Um, but, no, my background comes from my cousin, actually, is uh, Chris Andrews, who for – anyone out there in the micro scene, obviously they'll know he's, he's really one of the legends of the sport. He has three drillers. I mean, I'll talk about him plenty today too. He's running again this year. Um, he's, he's one of the best micro drivers in the country. And, you know, he's my cousin. I grew up around Port City and Tulsa going to, going all the races with my grandma. And so that's, I mean, that's really where I come from. Awesome. And Walkopedia was born from a passion for these two races, right? The shootout and the Chili Bowl? Yeah, um, kind of. I mean, more more so really, Wikipedia kind of came out of nowhere. And Christopher Bell uh, is actually the one who came up with the, or coined the term Wikipedia. It was like, he just randomly reached out on Twitter and one like three years ago asking like a stat question about Jeff Gordon running the Chili Bowl. I gave him the answer and he, he, come out, he somehow came up with that name and... Um, so from there, it just kind of became a, a – from there, it escalated into basically mainly the shootout and Chili Bowl stuff and all kinds of stats. Where do you get all your stats? Is that a secret? Is it like a like a Willy Wonka, no. you know, the chocolate secret? Or No, that's a that's a funny thing. It's like it's, it's not a secret at all. Like everyone's all – I'm not that amazed by it because, I mean, it's – more than anything, Google? it's just about like putting – I mean, yeah, literally Google, you can Google a lot of things. There's tons of stuff out there on the internet. Like literally you get everything from the internet, but uh, 
like the chili bowl media guide i get tons of stuff from um the shootout the shootout more than anything you have to get really creative like i have been i have spent way more hours digging into shootout archives more than anything else because you know like the the bridge between like kind of the birth of the internet and the shootout goes back to even before the chili bowl the shootout's always the chili bowl most people don't know that but the shootout's a year older so i mean there's not all that much information especially from the 80s and 90s um i actually use uh for people who i don't know how many people know this but there's a website called the wayback machine too and uh like I, you can go on there and like, I can see snapshots of the shootout website from like May 23rd, 1999. So like, oh, wow. you gotta really, yeah, you gotta really dig deep. That's great. So I'm, I'm sure you probably have started to pile, compile an archive, which has helped you, uh, you know, form your Twitter account. Um, Lots of Tulsa shootout talent will also be running the Chili Bowl. Dason Persley, Emerson Axum, Zeb Wise, Alex Bright, Cannon McIntosh, there are more. For those who are going to watch the Tulsa shootout on Flow Racing, who are some of the talents that you think are maybe the favorites in each four? There's four classes, right? Four classes of micros? There's four main classes. It's The four main classes are what I cover mainly, which is winged outlaw, outlaw non-wing, stock non-wing, A-class. Um, there's also a few other classes. There's restricted, which is mainly for kids, 9 to 16. Um, and you see, I mean, the fun, one of the fun parts for me shootout is watching the younger classes like restricted, which is kind of the teenagers. And then there's junior sprints, which is like five to 10 years old, mainly. I mean, if you look back at the shootout results from years past, like you see guys in those classes, like the kid classes that eventually go on to be legends. Like, I mean, see, like, for example, Seabell being from Norman, I always grew up around watching him race through the micro ranks. And I remember watching him run junior sprints in his 21. So, I mean, like, it's cool seeing the kids come up from those into the main classes. So the non-wing or the wing 600s, which Alex Bright won last year, or did he win the non-wing? I think he might've won the non-wing 600. Yeah, yeah, he won stock non-wing. <laughs> stock non-wing. So the four main classes, some, you know, I mentioned some of the names, Persley, Persley's going to run all four with Keith Coons. Uh, Emerson Axum will be there. He'll, he'll be running uh, wing class probably. Zeb Wise, Alex Bright, Cannon McIntosh is going to be running for his dad. Who, I mean, there's tons of guys in each class that can win this thing, right? Yeah, and the, one of the main things about shootout is, um, which Flow Racing had a, you guys had a great article on that about the quadruple duty, is that the, the four classes are so unique and that the two outlaw classes are the same minus wings and the two stock classes are the same minus wings. Um, so you have guys every year, I mean, literally hundreds of guys each year attempt all four classes and, you know, mo mainly two cars, uh, a stock car and an outlaw car. So really across every class, the contenders are always the same. It's just kind of, you know, who breaks through in the heats, the qualifiers and the feature. I mean, off the top of my head this year, I mean, the past champions, Emerson, uh, Kyle Spence won a class last year. You mentioned Bright one stock non-wing. Um, Brady Bacon, he's one of the greatest shootout uh, racers of all time. He'll be at Chili Bowl too. Um, a lot of the, some of the guys that most uh, casual fans probably won't know of um, that are really good. Um, most people know Jacob Gopian, uh, Frank Flood, obviously. I mentioned Chris Andrews. Um, 
Dylan Cadis from Kansas, uh, Cameron Key from Missouri. Those him, Key, Cadis, and Bacon—they're all with TKH Motorsports. That's a, a really great team out of Sweet Springs. Um, you mentioned Persley, Cannon, um, Kevin Bears, another legend still hanging around. Uh, Jade Avedisian, the fifteen-year-old uh, girl from California, really she just won. Yeah, really good. Her uh, her win at Sweet Springs this year in that twenty thousand win race was massive i mean i'm and she's already got laps in a midget she'll be really exciting to watch over the next few years um another girl kaylee bryson kaylee bryson already has a golden driller she won uh restricted at the shootout uh, 14 i want to say um and there's i mean blake hahn will be back uh there's harley holland there's kyle's so i mentioned spence uh mcdougall we haven't even mentioned mcdougall yet uh yeah yeah, I mean, the list is just endless. Uh, Speed Lab has Gavin Bochel. That kid looks real promising. Micro racing, just like in the Chili Bowl and in midget racing, has super teams, right? And a lot of it's based on the region. You know, hyper coming. You know, hyper racing comes out of the Pennsylvania area. You know, 10J, they come out of, you know, the western side. You have Sawyer and, and I think Factor 1, both coming from the Oklahoma area or, you know, the Midwest area. How do you kind of break down the super teams um, of micro racing? You know, you mentioned, you know, Jade winning that big race this year. How do you kind of break those down? Who who kind of leads the, the teams, if you will, from each region? Yeah, in micros, I'd, I'd kind of uh, less of super team I'd consider. I'd consider it more of like alliances, I guess, like, like you mentioned with all those chassis manufacturers. Um, and that's always been one of the biggest debates in, in micro racing. It's mainly because dating back, uh, I don't know how many people know this, but much like there is USAC today, uh, micro racing had in MMA, uh, National Modified Micro Association, or mod in MMA, they were a region, it was all around the country, and like they brought together uh, races from California to Pennsylvania for like national races. And that's that today has led to the big, you know, kind of debate between each region, each chassis, and the biggest thing at the shootout always is California versus Oklahoma, really. And, and credit to the East Coast, Pennsylvania, and Delaware. They've really stepped up lately. But, um, yeah, like Oklahoma, there's – you mentioned there's Sawyer, there's Factor One. Um, there's a handful of other kind of local stuff. Um, but Sawyer, Sawyer – Sawyer should have Cannon this year. Um, Obviously, Keith's new adventure in micro racing with Dason, that's a bullet by Sawyer. So it's kind of an extension of Sawyer chassis. Um, Factor One has McDougal. Uh, he's got three drillers. D1, D1 really came onto the scene strong at the beginning of this decade. And, you know, that's led by Jake Agopian now. And you mentioned Jay Davidesian is with D1. Um, we also have Eric Wright, a lot of other guys. Um, the Washington, the Washington contingent, uh, contingent. They have Feral Frameworks now. Chance Crumb, uh, Gary Taylor almost won a driller with John Farrell a few years ago in one of those cars. And then, like you mentioned, Hyper Hyper has been around forever. Um, and you know they have uh, Spence, Bright, all those guys out from East. Um, and then yeah, Ten J, Ten J brand, yeah. Yeah, Carver as well for Hyper. 10J is like brand new to the micro scene compared to all these other guys. I mean, you know, Sawyer's been around for decades. Factor One's been around for decades. Hyper's decades. But 10J is like 
they made a splash immediately. I mean, they won with Ben Worth, they won with Zeb Wise, um, and they've got a ton of guys switching over there now. So, I mean, it, that whole dynamic with them coming into the scene is really interesting as well. Yep, Wise will be back with them. And um, did I hear that Alex Bright's going to run with him too? He might have. I, I've been, I've been, I've been a little slacking on the on like keeping up with the shootout news as far as rides this year, but. I've seen a lot of guys switching over. I think I think Emerson might have switched over there too. Oh, I think it might be Emerson actually. Well, I think it was getting confused because we had a flow recent rewind with Emerson Axum and also Alex Bright. I think it was Axum who said he's running the 10J uh, car, and uh, you know Zebwise is back there too. You mentioned Keith. Keith Coons is um, all in on the Tulsa shootout, like you were mentioning this year. We we visited their shop, Haley Shanley and I, and he was actually running back and forth with Dason's dad. Per you know you know. Papa Persley, um, back to Sawyer and to Oklahoma, just going back and forth, getting parts. They have built cars for every single class for days in Persley. And also the young kid out of Columbus, Indiana. Um, was it, is it Setzer? Is that his name? Who's going to yeah, run for them? The, the, Gunner Setzer. Yeah, Gunner Setzer, um, a Columbus, Indiana kid. Of course, that's where Smoke uh, grew up and Keith's from that area. So it's cool to give that kid a chance uh, to run a micro. Over under on how many golden drillers Keith Coons wins this year. You can include the Chili Bowl too if you want. <laughs> um, well, I mean, there'd be five golden drillers up for grabs. Um, Gunner's so new, I don't know much about him as far as being a contender in all those classes. I think mainly for him, it's about kind of learning and growing. Dason, there's no reason, especially after what he proved last year, uh, there's no reason that Dason can't contend at least, or be a contender for all four drillers. I don't, I don't know. I think you got to like, I think for betting purposes, you set the over under at like 2.5. Two shootout drillers. I was going to say, a, a CB. I like that. I was going to say, I was going to say like a one and a half, a two and a, two and a, two and a half. I'd probably two and a half might be bold. Yeah. Two and a half might be uh, bold. I think Persley gets one, one to two. Um, that's, that's where the one and a half comes in. Cause I think Persley could get two. Um, yeah, and then I mean, he absolutely. I think personally, he he should have won uh stock non wing last year, which Bright won. I mean, he was all over him. He had that I forgot what happened, he kind of half spun or something, and it knocked him back to like six at one point. So, I mean, he he fell back to like six and he ran it all the way back up to second, and he was still catching Alex at the end. So, I I really think Dason was the best car in stock non wing last year. And then, and then on top of that, like I, one of my favorite videos from last year's shootout was him and Outlaw Nonwing. If you haven't seen it, please go to YouTube and search for it. He ran balls to the walls. I mean, in a micro at the expo, put it on the fence. It was amazing. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, so I'm thinking like two for Persley. And then if you kind of hammer the under there, um, if he doesn't win one, I don't know. You know, one and a half gets get you over there. But they really got some contenders in the Chili Bowl too, and we'll talk about you know the Chili Bowl here coming up. Um, what's your favorite stat you've tweeted so far this season? Oh man, I think one of the most interesting ones is the fact that Kyle Larson finished dead last of the Chili Bowl one year, and he won it last year. I like that a lot. Um, one I like of the that one too. of the ones pops uh, out. One that pops out to me is the fact that Tim Siner, who a lot of people in the power eye, power eye midget rinks will know, but USAC might know as well. He's from Illinois area. Um, 
but he made eight chili bowl B mains and he never made the feature. Like that, 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 that was a stat that hurt me. <laughs> yeah, that is, that is pretty hurtful. I do. I, I love yeah. the Larson stat. Um, someone asked you who was to finish the furthest back in the chili bowl ever that has ended up winning the chili bowl. And that was Larson. Uh, what was he dead last and what main? Somewhere around the F uh, further? Dead, dead last in the K-Main in 2011. K-Main. And that yeah, is... In which, and if you listen, I was talking to him a little bit about it. Uh, if, you talk, if you listen, well, they've told the story to countless people. If you listen to Pete Willoughby and Keith Koontz tell the story on where they found Larson, it was that Chili Bowl. So what happened, I forgot who he drove for that year. He said it was a, he said it was a really nice piece darn i can't remember who drove for but he went out in his heat race ran his uh preliminary night um started at the back and was just he was driving his ass off to get to the front and uh that was the heat race and well he basically he ended up he ended up biking or something he flipped it junked in the car so i mean they didn't even race saturday finished dead last in the campaign but that was the heat race that pete and keith tell everybody that that's where they found kyle and they knew he was their next uh next project yeah, and the Flow Racing Tours, um, there's a shop tour with Keith Coons Motorsports. He tells that story. Um, he bit it pretty big, and Pete just knew that he was a gasser. So, um, you know, that's how they kind of started the conversation, talking with Kyle and his family and getting him in um, a midget for Keith Coons Motorsports. Um, so I guess the four classes, before we kind of wrap up talking about the Tulsa shootout, and I'm really sad that you're not going to be there this year. I will be there. It's going to be my first Tulsa shootout. Who are your four picks in the classes you got to make you got to make picks for the four classes unless you don't want to be on record for that i mean it's just it's, it's just impossible um but do i have to do i have to nail down the division or can i just say four drivers i mean because it's like why yeah go ahead really? give me four drivers all right four drivers um christopher bell um i think frank flood gets back gets a driller back this year he's had a lot of bad luck lately there i think he'll get one back um i think brady i mean that's that's the thing you it's, it's impossible to predict this i'll say chris bell uh frank flood brady bacon and Dason Birdsley. all right there's your four winners in the uh toss shootout from Wikipedia, your Tulsa shootout preview here on the Loud Pedal Podcast, episode seventeen. Um, did you have so let's let's kind of transition here into the Chili Bowl. Um, did you have a conversation with Tanner and the thought process into leaving Malloy and Jerome Rodella and joining McIntosh? To me, it seems like it's a logistics thing because I think they bought a house out in Oklahoma. Yeah, I didn't talk to him much about it. Um... I talked to Cody Cordell, uh, crew chief at Dave Mack, a little, like, just kind of asked him, or, like, I messaged him the night with a message. I was like, dude, you guys are going to blow the internet up. Like, that, that, like, that was a massive announcement, and it came out of nowhere. Um, and Cody just kind of, Cody kind of mentioned that, you know, it really just, it came out of nowhere for them, too. Like, it just happened all of a sudden. They were hanging out in the shop. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't know what exactly went down. I don't know if anything happened i don't know if tanner chose to leave um and and quite frankly you know you see lots of stuff you know on social media everyone wants to talk 
I, it's kind of a stat in its own right, though, that like the fact that Thorson has driven, I think it's like five or six, like five or six different car owners for the last five or six years at Chili Bowl, which is like kind of eye opening. Mm -hmm. I mean, he drove for Keith his last year at Keith. Uh, he went to Tri C, uh, Hayward. He was a dueling one year. Um, then he was going to be with Malloy and now with Dave Mag. But I, I think at the end of the day, the dude performs no matter where he is it does not matter who he's with what car number he's in what the package is he always performs um and like a, a stat that got brought up the other day of like kind of drivers with the high success rate of making the a main thorson's six for seven and he's on and those six have come in his last six attempts so he's got like the second longest active streak of chili bowl feature starts only behind bell so i mean and and quite frankly, if it wasn't for bad luck a few years, he very well should have podiums, more top fives too. I mean, last year, I think he was running third when the rear end broke, third or fourth. He was up there. I agree. I think he is one of your favorites. He's in the top five, top 10 favorites for sure. Uh, still, yeah. even, you know, moving over with McIntosh, I think that they're, and, I mean, Tanner told us that everything points to USAC. Um, you know, full-time year next year, which I assume is going to happen with Cannon, which will be the first year, or, you know, Cannon's dad, with Dave, which will be the first year he's yeah. done that. You know, he's had Ace McCarthy run some Power Eye stuff, and Carson Eldridge ran, you know, a part-time schedule with him as well. Mm -hmm. But I think Tanner really ups their program and is going to make guys like Ace McCarthy just a bit better uh, if you're looking out for your pool sheets. Um, there was a lot of concern with entries. We, we are now up to 286, and you tweeted that today. Uh, which is enough. I know early entries, um, the list had about a hundred or more people. We thought might not, we not, you know, we thought we might not get enough for uh, the days because we're racing into Monday now. Um, but it seems like we're going to have enough cars for the Chili Bowl. Yeah, I, I mean, quite frankly, I was one of them. I was a skeptic on how many cars we would have. Like, I talk with uh, Brian Dunlap a lot. Uh, we go back and forth on Chili Bowl stuff all the time, and you know, I was, I was telling him, I. I was capping it at like 250, 260. Like that's what I, I, I like seeing Bondia was gone. Seeing Wilkie was gone. Um, if Del Morris isn't coming, there's no cruising. Like hearing all those guys aren't coming. It's like, man, we're losing lots of cars. Like I, I thought for sure it'd be 250 or so. But I mean, then it comes out this morning at 2 a.m. It's 286. It's like, whew, like, I mean, we should hit 300 now. And I mean, I think if we hit 300, it'd be the sixth straight year now. Plenty of cars. We don't need more than three hundred. In fact, I wouldn't be. I'd be okay if it goes to one fifty. Um, oh no, no, you know, there's only cars. there's only like a there's only seventy contenders in that building. Maybe not even that. Not for the Listen, Saturday main event, but I mean, I like the big. So cars. I was talking. Count, I was talking know. to a. I was talking to Pete Willoughby about this, uh, about kind of the 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 drop off in car count this year. You're not losing any top contenders. That's a thing. Like. We, we are going to lose cars compared last year. I think it was like 360 or so. It was like 350 or 340 or so last year. And we're going to lose some cars. Absolutely. Um, but you're not losing any top contenders. Like um, Stratton was in Stratton was in the Bondio car. That's not coming. Stratton found a ride with six, eight. That's a top tier ride. He, he can easily make the feature in that car. Um, anyone else, uh, Chase, 
every every one of those top guys found a ride. So we still have everyone who had a shot to win a driller. Everyone's still there. But I think when you only get, like, if it were to happen, you'd only have 220 cars or something like that. You lose, I'm not trying to be mean when I say this, but you lose a lot of the filled fillers. And quite frankly, at Chili Bowl, those are the guys that really make it interesting on the prelim nights you know, for the top contenders. I mean, look at how many of the years because of something in a prelim night that Larson or Sammy or Kevin, I think Bell, or Rico one year for sure, that those guys, whatever happens in a heat race, and those guys, the favorites to win, get buried in Ds and Cs on prelim nights and they have to make a charge. Like sometimes those guys create the storylines. That is special about the Chili Bowl. You do see guys run through the field. Uh, I woke up one time and saw J.J. Yaley run from the first main of the day at 8 a.m., 8.30, somewhere around there, central time, all the way. I don't know. He probably made it to like an M or something, not very high. But you do see guys charge big time through the alphabet soup, and that is very special about the Lucas Oil Chili Bowl Midget Nationals. All right, so biggest storyline heading into the Chili Bowl, no doubt about it, is Kyle Larson versus Christopher Bell round three. Um, Seabell got the best of him the first year, passing him on, you know, lap one of the final lap. Then the next year, Larson takes care of it pretty easy, you know, early on, passes Bell, and then holds off and has a better car throughout the rest of the race. Um, you think it's going to be them two again, right? I mean, we ha- we do see some other contenders that, you know, I'm, pr- I'm particularly looking at the RMS group. Um, you know, some contenders there. I think Cannon McIntosh, Buddy Kofoid, and Rico Abreu are still going to be contenders on Saturday. Um, but it's still Bell versus Larson, and who's going to make the last mistake on the last lap, right? Yeah, technically round four, too. And remember, 2018, they were running one-two when Larson blew up. Um, but, yeah, I mean, until until the field proves otherwise, it's it's Larson versus Bell versus the field to me. I mean, those guys – I mean, if it weren't for mechanical issues, they would have been one, two the last three years now. I mean, it, it's those guys, you know, Cannon, Cannon, Cannon made, made his name known last year. He stepped up to the plate. I, I think he's, he was the youngest podium. St- the, one of just a quick stat on Cannon real quick. He was 17 years old in like one month last year. Or, yeah, last year when he ran podium to Bell or to Larson and Bell, and he slid Bell at one point for second. Like, Cannon was coming. Um, so he's there. Rico, the other thing I think a lot of people don't realize, and you kind of hear it if you pay attention, but like, Rico is more motivated and determined than ever to get Keith and Pete and himself another driller, especially. When Kyle left Keith and Bell left Keith and CV and Thorson and everyone else has kind of went their own ways. And Rico's held the fort down. This is his 10th Chili Bowl with Keith and Pete. Like he tells tells everyone all the time, like they're like family to him, everything. Like he, he has a lot of love for those guys. And Rico really, really wants to win them another driller. Um, and then like you mentioned, all the other obvious candidates, uh, you know, Thorson, I expect will be just as good. Uh, but RMS, I think, like you mentioned, they, they're loaded um, with Grant moving over there, Baston coming over there, 
Gravel came over and they already have Sweet and Timez. Uh, they are stacked. Um, and there's still a lot of other little contenders like Sunshine is still kind of waiting for his Saturday night breakthrough, really. Um, Geo, Reitzel, Wyndham. You know, there's, there's oh, yeah. tons. Bell hasn't won a ton this year. And, and, and one of the points that I wanted to mention both about Bell and Larson. So Bell hasn't won a ton this year. Maybe a micro race at Millbridge. That's about it, right? He was also handcuffed a bit in NASCAR with the car he was running. So we'll give him that, you know, for a break uh, in the Cup Series. Still, Larson is fresh right now going into this thing. So many races, so many wins on dirt. Bell at times, you know, was in a car this year, you know, in the sprint car where they were still learning. So he didn't get a whole lot of dirt laps and a whole lot of competitive dirt laps. Do you think Bell is concerned he hasn't won this year? And do you think Larson is concerned at the fact that they weren't really all that fast out West when they brought their car out and he's won a ton with Chad? Why not just go run with Bell and Chad? I don't think Bell's worried about it at all. Um, especially him having rank four classes that shoot out. He'll get tons of laps under his belt. Um, I'll, I'll, I will personally not ever count Bell out at Chili Bowl. Um, no. I mean, I think he's fine confidence-wise. I mean, I mean, and really, he didn't – he ran – off the top of my head, he ran one outdoor midget race this year at Port City. I think Bell did. Um, and he got, he got caught up in something that kind of held him back. But uh, he didn't run the midget that much this year either. So I expect he'll – I, I think he'll be completely fine. Larson, um, the O one deal was interesting on the West Coast, um, just kind of how they struggled a little bit. I think they'll still be fine in Tulsa, um, mainly because I know they, they when he won Chili Bowl last year, they kind of just kept that car. They just rolled it back into the shop and they built a new King. And I don't know, I don't know if it had like any, I don't know if COVID was the cause of any kind of delay or anything, but I. I remember talking to Kyle's dad, Mike. Um, he mentioned that they were they, they were just behind on building the midget. They got everything done. Um, but then that first night out, they kind of had a fueling issue at Merced. Um, and then on Saturday, they were they were just kind of all right. Um, but, I mean, come, come January 11th, when they roll out for practice, I think they'll be fine. If you remember last year, they, like, Oh, I think they had a dead battery or something when they rolled out for practice. I mean, it's just, just kind of little things like that. I mean, I they'll have practice on Monday. It's just about not getting too buried in your prelim on Tuesday or his prelim on Tuesday. And he's got a race of champions as well where they can test in tune. But uh, I think I think both will be completely fine. <clears throat> Tuesday's easy money. Uh, for Larson, I think for a prelim night, I agree with you. Paul Silva just hasn't had a whole lot of time to put this midget together because he's been winning so many dang sprint car races that he hasn't had time to build the yeah. sprint cars. Uh, Paul Silva will get their stuff right and will be competitive uh, by by Saturday. I just have never seen Bell put a wheel out of place. He, you know, last year Kyle Larson beat Christopher Bell. Christopher Bell didn't beat himself, um, and that's not. That's not necessarily a shot at Larson because, I mean, I rarely have seen him put a wheel out of place either. But um, if Bell's given the car, he's, he's you know, he's going to come back and win that thing on Saturday. But we'll see. I'm not making a prediction. I've already said my pick is Rico. I am staying out of the Bell and Larson thing because I I get shots in the dark from Larson in the, the media room when I talk about Bell. And I'm sure Bell probably doesn't like the fact that I talk about Larson either. So 
Um, that's going to be a good rivalry. So can we pick prelim night winners? We, I mean, Larson's, you know, a, a pretty good favorite. Who do you got Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday? Um, well, I mean, you kind of only can go off last year. The thing is, every year you see a little bit of shuffle in the prelim nights. Like some guys will just randomly hop up and change, and they can really change the landscape. Like that's why, like, the addition of Monday in 19 really – really change things like you see a whole fleet of 50 60 guys all of a sudden bail out a night and go somewhere new but a uh, monday monday last year i think you it's got to be between if it's the same it's got to be between canon um canon and sunshine i think right so could be there um the, the, the bad thing about monday this year is we lose pickens last year pickens was a monday guy like he almost locked in um so that that sucks we lost him um, Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I mean, you literally, there's no reason why you cannot say Larson, Rico, and Seabell. Like Larson, they've each won Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday the last three consecutive years. I think Bell's won the last five straight. Larson's won like six of the last eight, maybe. Rico's won like five of the last six. Like those guys own the middle of the week in Tulsa, without a doubt. Um, and then Fridays, Fridays, a little bit of a toss up. I mean, you know, you had Grant owned it for all those years. Um, it'll be interesting to see if he stays there moving to RMS. If so, he should, he should absolutely be contender to win as should Thorson. I think Friday's really wide open. Like last year, I think we had, we saw like four different leaders on Friday. Like there was Wyndham was up front, Bernal was up front, uh, Casey Kane normally runs Friday. I think he's he'll be in Matt Wood stuff, so that's that'll throw a wrench into things. Yeah, I think Friday is the I, most wide open. I was gonna say, um, I think Friday historically has been one of the best features of the week, even better sometimes than Saturday. Though uh, the Larson Bell rivalry has been pretty good here uh, the past three years. Um, thanks so much for coming on. What other stuff do you have coming out? Um, do you have more breaking news that you're about to uh, put out that you want to break now? I don't, I don't, no, I can't think of anything. Brett Moffitt, out. did you see Brett Moffitt's running? Yeah, Brett Moffitt and Sheldon Creed are both running the Tulsa shootout. I don't know if both of them, are they both running the Chili Bowl too? Uh, Moffitt's entered for Chili Bowl in a Bundy built car. Creed is not on the entry list, at least as of now. Okay. There's a good shot that uh, both Brett Moffitt and Sheldon Creed um, run the Tulsa shootout, which could be a good warm-up for um, the Chili Bowl Midget Nationals. I was impressed with Chase Elliott. I know you were at the, the Millbridge race. Um, I I think realistically a C or a D main for Chase Elliott. On Saturday? Is that too far? Yeah, is that – No, I, mean, I, I, would, I, I would say about the same, especially depending on what night he runs too. I think a lot of it for him is going to be where he draws his heat race. Um, but I, after watching him at Millbridge, I, I expect him to make the preliminary feature and be somewhere around a D oh, yeah. or a C on Saturday. I think, I think that's reasonable. I agree. Mid pack prelim feature. Obviously, Millbridge is a little a uh, bit smaller. There were less cars there. You know more. You got to have a little bit of chili bowl luck to get through there. But uh, Chase is a talented race car driver. I've seen him race a lot. Um, thanks so much for coming on. It, it was a good time talking to you. Uh, good luck this year with the World of Outlaw Sprint Car Series. And also, can't wait to do this in uh, Tulsa in the Chili Bowl. Let's uh, let's get together and uh, let's work together here this, this year. 
Absolutely, man. I can't wait.